0: Assalamu alaikum and welcome to our 120th episode of ABC Islam and our 85th episode of our second series, Islamically Independent. We are two Muslim sisters who are the ABCs of Islam all the way to XYZ. Today we're going to be talking about a very important topic, as always, and that is all about how to deal with someone liking you. Now, this is actually a topic that is something that is not talked about, first of all, within the Western society, but it is quite prevalent in the society as we all go to school. Or work, and there might be times where a Muslim or a non Muslim person ends up liking you. And what we mean by liking you is romantically, and they might potentially want to marry you, or they might simply want to be in a haram relationship with you as boyfriend girlfriend. Or some of them just want to maybe do certain things that are haram and they don't really see this going long term. So everyone has different goals, but the main thing is that you might have someone liking you and you're not sure what to do as a Muslim. So in this episode, inshallah, we'll be giving our top ten tips on how to deal with someone liking you, and inshallah, this really really helps. So, um, obviously over here, I also have my co-host with me, and that is my sister. So, how are you doing, and what do you think of today's podcast idea? so this
1: podcast i feel like everybody's gonna love us for it because we know that most of the time these situations do happen where either one of us likes someone who is not meant to be for us let's say they're not muslim for example especially for a girl who might like a guy who is very basically non-muslim and that's obviously very problematic and how to deal with that but also in another case where a guy may be liking a girl who you know who's just simply not interested in him and she doesn't want to go anything forward with it so it's very important that we give those kind of solutions to those kind of problems but of course we're not turning this podcast into like a romantic guru love type of a you know thing going on but I just feel like in my opinion that this is something that many Muslims go through especially in the western society where everything is mixed, mixed school settings, mixed school projects, mixed trips and all those kind of things so it's very important that we are making aware, we're making space for this discussion in
0: this society and that's why I'm really excited for today's episode. 100% so as we said it is really all about how to deal with someone liking you and honestly you can also apply the same tips if you like someone as well but you might know that they're not right for you and hopefully we'll also give some tips on how to determine if that person is right for you as well so as we said this is not your love guru we're not imams or hafises or anything like that so if you do want more islamic advice you can also go and contact your local imam in your masjid or do more research so let's get right into it so i'm going to be handing the mic to my sister for the first tip
1: yes and i think that this is very important topic as we mentioned before in the intro and i say no more about that uh so i'm gonna start off with the first tip so if i was in this situation where let's say somebody likes me and they're not muslim for me and i'm still in yes say i'm 14 15 or even 16 years old uh what can i do in that situation the first thing that i would do as a person is that it is okay to accept that someone can like you why shouldn't they like you you have to accept that you know you're a very likable person you're very generous you're very kind you deserve respect from others it's just, it just shouldn't be everything on one sided so it's very important that you think of yourself as a very high value a very nice generous kind and a very likable person there's nothing wrong with that you shouldn't be The fact that some people get shocked by thinking that somebody likes them, it kind of can also, you know, give that message that you don't believe that by yourself sometimes. And when somebody actually says that, oh, yeah, I like you, you know, you just feel like, oh, my God, this rush of emotions and you just feel like, oh, my God, really? oh my god am i really that likable but if but if you deep down know that you're a very likable person yourself and you know you're a very good person and everything by heart you don't do anything haram and all those kind of things you fulfill all of your pri- five prayers and all this kind of stuff you wouldn't be as surprised as compared to someone who thinks that oh my god what the hell like you know so it's very important that you accept that you're a very likable person uh, a likable person and you deserve respect from others
0: I think that's where it comes down to working on yourself and your self esteem. And that's why it is so important to know yourself before you go into a relationship. Because if you don't know yourself, and you start getting that love from someone else, you start getting that tension from someone else, then as soon as that person leaves, which can happen to anyone, even within marriage, the person can leave. But if you do not discover yourself properly, then that's when people get heartbroken. That's when people start to feel like they love and you know the, you know all the self love they have, literally came from that person, and that's not self love anymore. That's love from that person. That could be conditional. Mm-hmm. So the only unconditional love that you get in this earth is from Allah, and literally everyone, even your parents. I'm sorry to say, it's all conditional love to some extent. In the sense that all of us have different emotions. I'm not saying that your parents hate you. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that though your moods, the moods change. Like for example, your parents might one day feel like not to talk to you because they might have had a bad day, and sometimes they feel like to talk to you, and that's completely okay because we're all humans with different emotions. So that's why you need to understand that you need to cultivate that self love within yourself first. And that way you know that if someone likes you, it's not going to be that shocking to you as my sister said. But going on to the next tip that is all about um, to actually see this as an obstacle if you are a person who's currently has goals and ambitions. So um, a great example is for example, if you're a person who is uh, trying to get into university, and you for example, actually want to get a good degree, for example, and you let's say in college, or sixth form or even in secondary school you know your goals but then and someone ends up liking you and this becomes an obstacle especially within western societies as i said sometimes this news can also spread across other people so you constantly keep being reminded about it and this can definitely become an obstacle now what is an obstacle it is anything that is preventing you or blocking you from achieving your dreams or is slowing down your dreams imagine because of this you have to take a gap year um, and then reapply to university simply because of this event or imagine if that means that you lose focus and concentration in your goals and you end up going into this and you almost waste all of these months with this person so this can definitely be a distraction obstacle to your dreams and you need to really really determine is this really worth it or is my goals more important that those are the types of questions you have to ask i know it's very harsh i know that it's nice to get love and attention from someone else or to know someone's liking you or to hear everyone's talking about it but in reality you need to think that Am I going to really remember this when I get into my dream university or do my dream degree or do my dream career? Am I really going to, you know, am I going to enjoy that more or am I going to enjoy this more right now? I You need to sacrifice sometimes. You need to really question yourself.
1: I think that was a really good way to put it because it's, it's absolutely true. It's all about, you know, when you get in and when you that results day comes out and then the first thing you going to be thinking about is probably either i wish i was not involved in that or yes i gave all time to myself and i got my my you know the degree that i wanted or the university that i wanted to go to and stuff like that so it can be either way and you don't want to be trust me the first one because it really does hurt and those people who get into this stuff and then they can basically what
0: oh sorry uh, for interrupting but I was going to say that even if you don't get in let's say and you say that oh you could have done you could have got into that relationship because you didn't get into uni anyways first of all you didn't plan your fate and secondly the thing is that you learn from that lesson and you can always attract someone better because usually you can only move up and you can only attract people better and you can't really get worse generally so always think that Allah has someone better planned for me and if it didn't happen at that time because I was halal then that is a good thing Allah knows these sacrifices to stay halal and to achieve your goals and if you didn't get your goal that means that was best for you and that Allah will give you someone better so don't have the scarcity mindset that that was the only person for you of course scarcity mindset
1: is very toxic and speaking of that i'm going to be moving on to my next tip which is all about avoiding any kind of unnecessary speech or talk with them whenever you can because there is no need to be hanging out with the person that likes you because oh, first of all that's going to grow their feelings more for you because obviously they, they will see you more they talk to you more so they find out more about yourself what you like what you dislike and obviously that gives that more space in the heart for you and that's not really good especially if you know deep down that this is not going anywhere. You don't want to be into this kind of haram relationship, especially if you have a lot of goals or you want to go somewhere in life and you're only 15 or 16. It doesn't really make sense for you to fall into these things. And also because maybe you have a really good uh, relationship with your parents and you don't want to disappoint them in falling into anything like this. So it's very important that you avoid any kind of unnecessary speed. This doesn't mean that you ban them from your life because that's not obviously possible, especially if it's a mixed British school, for example, where, you know, boys and girls are hanging out all the time so it's very important that you avoid unnecessary talk with them because obviously when it comes to schoolwork, obviously you will need to talk to them maybe because the teacher said so so you need to follow that you you can be a very you know a very nice muslim to them and you know just be yourself but if it's like unnecessary talk for example oh yeah what's your favorite movie or you know oh yeah you when you you know when you did this last week it was so funny like this kind of (laughs) talk is just unnecessary honestly because that gives more more feelings for for, uh, from them to
0: you definitely and also like texting them outside of school Mm -hmm. that's not schoolwork related I think if it kind of stays within school or your job where you meet them I think that is better of course as we said it's not always possible like if you need to ask them for homework help after school that's fine but I think staying within school is a really good idea. But going on to the next tip, and that is all about judging them properly, judge them properly. Now, this might seem like very harsh and be like, whoa, who do I need to judge right now? But what I mean by judge them properly, or we could say assess them properly, because you need to understand that when someone especially as a teenager, when you have all those hormones raging, and someone likes you, then you can feel like they are the they could be the best person for you and the question that always comes in your head is oh my god what if this person is the one what if i'm supposed to get married to them why maybe allah is bringing them to me right now because i'm going to get married to them eventually but what you need to understand is that you need to really and especially women women are very good at doing this which is that they like to look at people's potential and they like to look at what they want in a partner and they can almost see the good in a partner which is really good we want to see the good we want to assume the best of people but in terms of a spouse you need to look at both the good and the bad sides of the person you can't just look at the good sides and this is why it's really really important for you to know what you want in a person uh, in in a partner which obviously you won't 100% know when you're only 15 or 16 years old but as you grow up it will develop um, but also at the same time if you know what you want in a partner then you'll also be able to kind of compare that list with the person that you have right now, who's liking you, and of course, I'm not saying that they have to 100 match your list, and or that they have to be this perfect angel because angels don't exist. Like we can't really marry angels in this earth, if you get what I mean. But what I'm trying to say is that if you know that this person, for example, I think for we can all agree that all women want a man who can provide. And if you know that at this age, this man cannot provide, I don't care if you're gonna tell me that oh, but he's going to do medicine in five years time, and then he's gonna become a doctor. How do you know? Or you could say, oh, but you know, he gyms and I want a fit man. Uh, how do you know after marriage is still going to be like that? So you need to really think critically about it. And also, especially if he's really young right now, like 14, 15 years old, it's even, uh, it's even hard to predict their future. Whilst if they're already like 21, 22, it's easier to predict to some extent. Mm-hmm. So that's why you need to really assess them properly. I hope you guys understand what I mean, because I'm pretty sure you do. And uh, don't overcomplicate my words. Um, But essentially what you want to do is you want to really assess them properly and see if they're really the person that you dreamt of that you really want
1: i think so because what my sister essentially is trying to say i feel like what i understood is that Make your list based on values and not things that are really outwardly. For example, he has to be fit, he has to be six foot, he has to make six figures or whatever, whatever. Of course, those things are really good. They're like icing on the cake. But if he's a really good guy, he has a good value system as you or, you know, you want someone who's going to be very caring towards your parents and he's going to be respectful towards you and your parents. Like these are the kind of stuff that you should be comparing. And those, let's be honest, values are going to come over time in your life and not when you're 15, 15, 16, when you're still playing with your phone and stuff so it's very important that you take your time in developing this but obviously don't go overboard and stay like single till 28 29 30 to thinking that you know that's when i'm going to be finding my perfect one and all those kind of things because you never know sometimes the earlier you start making this kind of a list the better it is for you i feel like because when you're a teenager you have plenty of time to really understand what you like what you don't like but when you're already let's say 25 it's a bit it's a bit rushed rushed so that's when you will see girls getting married to anyone and everyone so it's very important that you start from early on making this kind of value-based list value-based list list. is very very important in my opinion but number five tip that I would give you all in this podcast is making sure that you're not in one-on-one conversations with them too much or maybe in one room setting for example let's say if you and the guy for example I mean you know one room just talking for like 10 15 20 half an hour even I don't think it's a good idea honestly because you don't know what is that what what is gonna happen and what is the intention of them just staying with you in in one alone setting so it's very important that you stay in a group as much as you can because then it's also much more fun when when you're in a group setting especially if you're an extrovert it's a really cool idea for you to like joke around and see everyone and everything like that so it's very important that you avoid one-to-one stuff as much as possible especially if they have still professing to you that yes i still like you a lot i still want to see you as my wife and all this kind of thing and they're just 15 so it's very important that you do not stay with them one-to-one because it also especially in a guy's perspective if you stay one-to-one with them more and more they think that you like them as well and that can give that false signal so i would highly recommend for you to avoid these kind of situations especially if a girl listening to this 100%
0: 100% but again don't take our words yeah. to the extreme way obviously if you need help then obviously yeah. you can ask them for help and things like that but we're, we're talking about going and having wings and chips with them that's just unnecessary like this is where you need to use your common sense and just you know apply the tips based on your situation but moving on to the next one which is number six and that is to actually see the rewards that you are gaining so especially if you're staying away from a haram relationship and even if let's say you know this person you want you potentially want to marry them but you know that 15 you're underage to get married and you know you can't get married then this is the time when you want to remember that all the sacrifice you're making on not being in a haram relationship and staying away from it it is all rewards that you're getting it is all the blessings and barakah that you're getting and i'm telling you that allah will reward you in some way or the other if not in this earth then he's going to reward you for the hereafter so don't think that oh like you know, I'm telling you that as soon as you start to really like focus on yourself again, you will see some level of barakah or change. Um, you know, because you will you will realize that perhaps even if when someone likes you, you start focusing on that person even if you don't like them. And it's very, very easy to do that, it's very subconscious how humans are. So in when you start focusing on yourself again, Allah will see that you're trying your best and He will see your efforts. And the most important thing about Islam is effort. Like Allah, you know, how much effort are you putting? Allah never told you to be perfect. Allah just tried you to uh, told you to put your best and to do your best. So that's why if you just put in the effort, then Allah will see it and in, and you know hopefully you will get that barakah inshallah, and you'll be able to get away from this and you will see that you're getting many more rewards from taking away the sacrifice because i know how tempting it is to get all of this attention to get all of this love but trust me if it is not halal love then it really isn't worth it i think so and i believe that i feel like
1: whenever you are stuck in this situ- situation it's very easy for you to think that um to get distracted of course and everything like that but at the same time i feel like that person that might you know like you and stuff they're getting all of your energy out and they're just draining you and you don't even realize this unless you until you see results coming out as, as in not pun intended but results as in uh, as in whatever you're getting in test scores or maybe things like how well you can actually concentrate in class and you'll see that whenever that person you're putting more and more energy into that person that person is taking more and more energy out of you and you will see how much their benefit they're getting out of you as well which is a uh, f- psychically if that's a word but like in a psychic way so it's very important that you're very careful in giving your energy away your very precious energy away to somebody else who is not rightfully allowed to take that it's like copyright you can't take my energy no you can't so yeah so the seventh tip that i would give you or oh, is making sure that you're praying istikhara. I know I know people reserve that for marriage and everything like that, but at the same time, I feel like this is a really good tip for in this kind of situations as well. Because if that person is good for you, Allah will bring you closer to him or her. And also the same thing goes for the opposite. If they're bad for you, they will Allah will take them away from you from your life. And you should be happy in both ways. If they're meant to be in your life, they will be, regardless of whatever happens in this earth, even if the earth splits into two, they will be with you. But if they're if they're not supposed to be, then then won't be, and you can do you can't do anything. Think about about you just have to accept it and that goes back to the first point about accepting things that are happening so it's very important that you realize that if they're meant to be it will happen you don't have to try hard you don't have to change yourself you don't have to do so much to impress them or they don't have to do too much to impress you as well so it's going to be flowing very naturally i feel like and istakara is very very important in this case
0: 100% I completely agree with you Um, istikhara you know it doesn't need to be just as much as for marriage this is technically for marriage as well because you're trying to see if that person could be a spouse in the future and we're all trying to look in the halal perspective here so therefore I would say that definitely um, praying istikhara is very useful and also don't think and you need to have obviously have unconditional faith that Allah will give you a response but also don't try to force it or don't think that a paper will come flying out from the sky telling you that oh this person is not for you like that's not going to happen or you know that's not going to happen a bird is not going to come through your window and tell you that oh this person is not for you like it will just come through different signs or how your life starts to um you know how your events start to happen like if they're still your friend you know you know you never you don't know what's going to happen maybe in the future 10 years later, you might end up meeting this person again. And this time, they'll be right for you. Or um, it could mean like, you know, I've had many stories where people knew each other from six, seven, eight years ago. And they were just friends. And the six, seven years later, they meet each other again. And they end up liking each other. And they knew each other from before. But at that time, the attraction wasn't right. And also, the timing wasn't right. So you don't know. And this is why you shouldn't force it because Allah is there watching you. And the eighth tip that I have is actually to make sure that you learn about relationships and learn about, you know, again, this goes back to your list about what you want in a partner, but also think strategically about your um, long term goals. And, you know, for example, in terms of let's say marriage, like, you know, if you know that you can... You know, if you really are kind of interested in this person, you can also ask them about their life goals and see if it aligns with yours. And obviously remembering it might take it with a pinch of salt because sometimes the person that likes you, they might want to align their goals with yours to make it, to, to persuade you to like them. But you need to think strategically like, you know, if this person, for example, is going to the military, am I going to be a person who can stay in a long distance marriage? Or if this person, for example, is going to become a doctor, can I stay with someone who is going to have night shifts all the time? Or if I have one more example, if it's someone, for example, who um, is, you know, someone who's a policeman who's risking his life every day could get shot anytime, um, you know, God forbid, then will I really be able to deal with that? So again, this is questioning yourself. I think that is a very good thing. Because in terms of career goals, you need to really think about career wise, lifestyle wise, how this person is value is very important values binds a, a lot with lifestyle. But lifestyle is also very important, because you want to also think about those things like not everyone wants to have someone from the military not everyone can deal with someone who you know is going to go on uh, business trips for two months straight and then you know they will come back two months later so this is when you have to and it's okay to also question them I think if you really are thinking about this person you it's okay to ask them you know where, where do you see us going then or you know what, what do you where do you see yourself in five years time you know how long would you be waiting for me and you know I know they're going to say it all the time that's always going to be the response but you want to see like you know how many years do you, you know how many years you want to get married you want to ask those tough questions and ask yourself these questions too I think that was very insightful, especially the questions
1: about, you know, whether you want someone from the military or business trips or policemen. I think those are some of the questions that we never ask ourselves, honestly. And even if a really good guy comes and he makes good salary, let's say, and, you know, he's really, you know, everything religious and stuff, but he's in the military, you might not be really wanting to go for that because you cannot live with that absence you know absence in your life of your husband like not being there for you but we're talking about here you know liking disliking each other like say in school or you work of course marriage is a very important part of it but the last thing that i would give in terms of all those teenagers out there who might be going through something like this is making sure that if after telling them off in a polite way that you know what i don't i don't want to be with you because you don't you know, I don't see you with me in, at this moment in time, especially because I have things to do in my life. In that case, I would highly recommend for you to involve your family. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, especially if you're a girl. You know, if you're thinking that a guy is literally telling you, oh, I like you, I like you, I like you. But that's distracting you almost like and it's making you a bit sick, making you feel sick. So it's very important to you involve your parents in that time. And please don't think that it's your fault that this, everything is happening. Because as I said, it's okay to be likable there's nothing wrong to there's nothing wrong to be likable by others but it's, it's very important that you involve your parents and your family especially somebody that you really do trust unconditionally and that they can talk to them privately or they can talk to the teachers about this very confidently be on your side and they will be able to deal with this and I'm sure everything will be perfectly fine inshallah
0: Yes, 100%. Don't think that you have to do, deal with this alone. But also don't make your friends that person like don't just don't like because your friends are going to love the tea and the drama. So it's not good to tell your friends to advise them to stop. You need to tell them privately first. If they still keep doing it, then you go and involve your parents or someone older like an older sibling. Because it's not really, you shouldn't try to put your friends with this because your friends are just the same age group as you. So there's really no point. And the last tip that I would give on how to do with someone liking you is something that is very halal, very obvious. But that is that if you really feel like this person could be the one, then, you know, marriage or marriage is definitely the way to go. And again, if you are saying that, oh, but I'm only 15, how can I get married? Well, then why are you even thinking about someone like you that that should in itself should just answer the question for you because if you are too young to get married then you are too young to be thinking about this like um, that's just how it is because there's a reason why you have to be over 16 or over 18 or well, over 16 with parental consent or so, honestly over 18 to get married because even though some people are still immature at 18 years old um, I still think that the reason why there are these age limits is because You need to learn how to discover yourself for the first couple of years in your life. When I say couple, that can mean 20, that can mean 25 years of your life. So, you do need to think about this very, very carefully. You need to ask yourself these questions, listen to these tower podcasts, and really think about your life before going with someone. And my main point for this whole podcast would be that. Don't go with someone for validation. Go with someone because you feel like they will add a benefit to your life. They're going to be like a dessert in your life. And you can live without dessert. You know, you can make your life amazing by yourself with Allah by your side. You don't need to gain validation from anyone else. But if they do add a benefit to your life, go ahead and marry them. Who's stopping you? So, so, Alhamdulillah, we have come to the end of our wonderful podcast episode today. We really hope that, inshallah, you've learned something new. Also, if you do not know, we upload weekly on our Islamically Independent series here on ABC Islam. If you're excited, then please subscribe or follow us on our podcast platforms such as Google Podcasts, our Podcasts, and Spotify. Most platforms are free and you don't even need to log on. Jazakallah khair for listening. May Allah bless us all and we will, inshallah, see you next time. Assalamu alaikum.